0: Sports fans, seventeen hundred KBGG.
1: Uh, was never any doubt. Welcome uh, to the Kent
2: Show
0: on a Friday,
2: as uh, we get the back on the air with about one minute to spare, and uh, we're glad to be here. Hope you're. Uh, got two hours to spend with us and if you can't you can find the podcast later on it's a busy show today a lot of nfl conversation a lot of big four classic conversation hawks got themselves a four star recruit from california that'll play the quarterback position tom kakert will be here we will talk about that lots to get to on a busy busy day of course the chiefs and the chargers tomorrow night arrowhead stadium you know trent honestly uh as excited about it is that game and we've talked about it all week long you know kind of snuck up on me that the lions and the bears preceded yes I, yeah i don't think we mentioned that once during the week
3: lions still alive yeah okay if you say the pack, still, if, if, if the you, packers are point. alive the lions are the alive. lions are alive yes. so you got to do that i don't think either of them will make their way there but yeah a good saturday Big Four Classic, mm-hmm. right into the NFL. Mm-hmm. There'll be some other national college games, so yeah. And you probably have a little hockey, I'm gonna guess. Mix.
2: Yeah, in. the Blues and the Jets play tomorrow night, but I'm done with the Jets. So. Oh, you're do- it's done. It's over. It's over. Yeah. I watched them a little bit last oh, night. Why, why, why? You picked a bad night. So was you. Okay, both of my teams are playing, right? Yes, yes. I want one to lose. I want one to win. Didn't go that way. With complete opposite. One I wanted to lose. The Broncos home free. Play like they haven't played in months. <laughs> Jets, Blackhawks, divisional game. Jets come out pee, pee right down their leg. Ten minutes in, it's three nothing Chicago, and it was about to get worse. So, anyways, uh, not the best of Thursday night. It was a good NFL game, though. I mean, not that's eh, not good. It was okay. Mm-hmm. Brock Osweiler looked really good in the game. I don't know how much you saw of it. Not um, a ton. Colts, Colts got issues, man. They got big, big issues. Jacoby Brissett's not terrible, no, but they've got that that, that franchise, and they're going to Chuck Pagano's got two games left in yep. his Colts tenure. Uh, Vance Joseph did that win save his hide for another year. That seems to be the consensus. Really? Yeah, I hate to say it, but um, you know, there's a five win football team. I guess that's good enough for Elway. I didn't think that I would ever hear that out of his <laughs> mouth. I really this was competitive sob as there yeah. ever was, whether it be football or golf or whatever uh but uh nonetheless big four classic we have the point spreads we've got jason symbol from cg technology joining us here in uh well less than 10 minutes um they've been kind enough to pass those along i don't think there's any reason to wait you know for jason we can talk about them with jason but these are the numbers when they get posted later on in the desert where it's legal by the way um the sports betting in Iowa yeah. seems to be catching a little bit of buzz. I saw Channel 13 was out at Prairie last night nice. doing a piece. So apparently uh, the prospects of sports wagering not only – well, look, New Jersey's headlong into this case, mm-hmm. spent tens of millions of dollars fighting it, um, and, and a lot of states are going to piggyback on that decision. Prairie and, and Iowa is one of them, and sounds like Prairie Meadows is um, – no, they did. Now, to be fair, Channel Thirteen did not talk to a representative from PRM. Okay, it was Wes Ericky, the head of the uh, um, a gaming association. A couple of patrons that were making their way into Prairie, you know, just kind of get the, got their pulse as to, you know, would they play? Are they interested? Type of thing. So, um, but anyways, without further ado, here are the big four lines for tomorrow that will get posted legally for those of uh, people that are in Nevada tomorrow. Uh, these are courtesy of our friends at CG Technology. Full disclosure, that's where I work, um, the company that I work for. Iowa and Drake. Iowa Drake. Now, you gave these to me right before we took the and year. And you missed them by a point each way. By a point each. Yeah. I was an eight and a half point favorite over
3: Drake tomorrow. Good number. Good make you think number. I think the Drake game against Minnesota maybe has. A, that's a great point. Raised yes. kind of the thought process because nobody saw the game against Wake Forest. Even though no. you beat Wake Forest and ACC it's team. it's a good game. Yep, nobody saw it. Nobody it was saw streaming it. Streaming only, right? And when you not pl- the case this past week, you right. could have seen that game. Big Ten Network BTN. had it, and it's Minnesota preseason top twenty five yeah, team. Absolutely now, not there right now, With but some decent players. <laughs> Jordan Murphy yeah. is playing at an all American yeah. clip. I've always, I've always, leech, I've always, well, leech I, uh, Lynch, I, uh, Leach, I've always liked coffee. Yes, he's and
2: great. he had a, he had a big game, but, um, you remember his dad playing for the Gophers?
3: I don't. Richard think so. Coffee? No, I don't think so. Tough sob was he? Oh yeah, he was. Uh, kind of prototypical. Yeah, his son's uh plays a lot different than old man did. No, look, I like and the. He's kid. a good player. I like the kid's game. So. So
2: what you're saying there is that you think that there'll be more love for Drake just because they saw them play the Gophers tough than maybe they normally would have. That's fair. Um, If the line, and and, and again, if the line was set in Iowa, would the line be lower than it is in Vegas? Because... The nation perception. didn't see yeah, right. Yeah, the nation yeah. didn't see Drake in Minnesota play.
3: The nation sees Iowa versus Drake and thinks the Hawks are going to blow him out. Public perception is Iowa stinks and Drake's on the way up. So maybe even yeah, you might shade it even a little lower if you just had the line, mm-hmm. you know, sitting in Jefferson, sitting, mm-hmm. sitting in Prairie, wherever it is, because of that. But yeah, nationally, yeah, I get that. I'm going to have to think which side I'm going to be on
2: because you know I'm going to be fired. Oh, like yeah, you, you always of course. All right, the late game, the, uh, the main event, if you will. And, yes. and look, it, it may be completely opposite. Drake, Iowa could entertain the you-know-what out of us. Um, the Panthers or the Cyclones, one of the teams could get run off the floor. I don't anticipate that's going to be the case, but how many times you go in thinking you have a pretty good idea what the day's going to turn out like, and it's nothing like you thought. Uh, Iowa State, we talked about this. You thought the number would be 2.5. The number is going to open at 3.5. The Clones, a a 3.5-point favorite over the Panthers. First blush on that one.
3: Well, I found it interesting this week, uh, talking with Cody Peck earlier this week from BC Divide, he thought that you and I was going to be favored. I talked to a few other Cyclone people, and I, I said, kind of, I estimated that about be the point spread. And mm-hmm. they're, well, you and I should be favored, right? Their RPI is a lot better, and well, Vegas doesn't look at RPI. No, that is a scheduling component more than anything. They have their power numbers. They do and, their own thing, exactly. Yeah. And it's it's a little bit different. So I, I just explained all of them. I would be, sh- I would be surprised, not shocked, but surprised if you and I was favored, and. Plays out. Iowa State a slight favorite in this one. Which game do you think the number's going
2: to move in? Eight and a half Iowa eight and a half, Iowa State three and a half. Once the ball is in the air and the wagering closes, which number will have moved off the open?
3: I would guess probably the Iowa Drake game. you and I UNI does have a national reputation. Yeah, they uh, should. I, uh, my buddy Chris Andrews out of the South Point. He's mm-hmm. told me that a lot of times. That any more I basketball, it is a Mid-major national brand. Yeah, it is. There. I agree with you. So because of that, because of the start that they're off to, all those things, and Iowa State perception-wise is down, though we know they won seven straight, I, I think that that one's probably pretty locked in. It looks to be But Drake is still Drake. And Iowa, you know, people out there, they adjust their power numbers as well, and the pro betters and things like that. You'd have to think, though, Ken Pomeroy a great example Ken Palm still has Iowa as a top 75 team in the country. Now, Do they look a top 75 team to you? No, certainly not. No, no, not at all to me either. But I'm sure there are people out there still that have that, and some of the preconceived notions of Drake see that number and say, oh, I will throttle him. Yeah. Neutral court, it'll be majority Iowa fans. Right. I would guess that one will move. But I— yeah, I'm, now I'm waffling a little bit. But that's the one. I'm sticking there. Iowa right, Drake will move.
2: We shall see. Let's head to Vegas after this timeout again. They have them. Iowa's still opening up at an 8.5-point favorite. Iowa State, a 3.5-point favorite. Uh, that game scheduled to tip tomorrow at 3.30, but probably a few minutes after that. I think they want 30 minutes between games. Uh, so we shall see what it does promise to be. It promised to be a fun afternoon in downtown Des Moines as the state's four teams on
3: display at Wells Fargo Arena. Is it sold out yet? You can still get tickets. Do you know? I think you still can. Can You? I looked yesterday, and there were some up in the upper level on the each end. And what were they charging for those? Those are thirty. Those are the cheapest ones. I think because there's some pricey seats for this thing. I seventy five, and then I think it's seventy five for lower bowl in between. You know, basically the baselines mm-hmm. ends goes down to maybe sixty. Forty-five, thirty, something like that. I think that's the pricing structure, something like that.
2: Uh, Big Ten Network has the early game, and Cyclones.tv, our media com, uh has the uh, late game. We'll take a timeout. We'll head out to the desert. We'll uh, do more inside the numbers. Then Tom Kakert and Dylan Montz will give us their last looks. Tom, last look at the Hawks. Dylan, last look at the Clones. We'll do a little bit with Bama Bob, 1245. Then a heavy NFL hour, the 1 o'clock hour, lots of NFL conversation. Nick Athan on Chiefs Chargers. Dave Sinekin, Aaron Rodgers is back. We'll do the Packers and the uh, Panthers. And, of course, Paul Allen, the voice of the Minnesota Vikings. He's brought to us by our friends at Mr. Executive. He checks in at 135. It's the Ken Miller Show. Trent and myself are here with you every Monday through Friday from noon until 2, talking local sports with you on 1700 KBGG.
0: Hey, it's Bill Ryder. nice to be talking to the home crowd again in central Iowa, where I was raised, where I got married. The show is right on you, 5 to 9 p.m. weekdays on Demore. Big Talker 1700 KBGG.
4: Kate here with Food Dudes Delivery. Are you tired of the same old delivery options? Food Dudes Delivery can solve that problem for you. We deliver for restaurants that don't do delivery. Order through us at fooddudesdelivery.com. Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office party tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. On behalf
3: of the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention Iowa chapter, thank you for your support in 2017. The Central Iowa Out of Darkness Walk At Ankeny's DMAC campus, raised over $75,000. These funds allow our local volunteers to create and maintain support groups for those who have lost someone to suicide, implement education programs in colleges and high schools to prevent suicide, and advocate for new legislation to strengthen mental health care in Iowa. Please check afsp.org/slash/iowa. For more information on our 2018 fundraising events, including campus walks and out-of-darkness walks across Iowa, the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention Iowa chapter, online, AFSP.org slash Iowa.
5: Premier college basketball event in the Midwest. The High V Classic returns to Wells Fargo Arena in Des Moines Saturday, December 16th. See the Iowa Hawkeyes take on the Drake Bulldogs at 1 p.m., followed by the Iowa State Cyclones and the UNI Panthers at 3 30. Tickets are available now at highvtix.com, the Wells Fargo Arena box office, any Des Moines or Ames High V location, or by calling
3: 844 55 V. Everything's great. You're humming along to your favorite holiday music, happy as can be, having a pleasant little drive because you think you're on your way to the best deals of the holiday season. But did you check eBay? If you did, you'd know we have price match guarantee on eBay deals all season long, which means the best deals on gifts from Adidas to Samsung to Dyson, and all with free shipping. So keep humming your favorite holiday tune, but make sure to check eBay deals for the best prices all season long. eBay. Fill your cart with color.
6: Merry Christmas from Golf Headquarters. Golf Headquarters new location, twenty nine hundred University Avenue, Clock Tower Square has ten thousand feet of golf gifts for your favorite golfer. Pro V One, number one golf ball of tour, thirty nine ninety nine. Ping G drivers now two ninety nine ninety nine. One hundred dollars off select Callaway irons. Golf Headquarters has hundreds of great gift items under twenty dollars. Gift certificates are also available, and all golf clothing ten to fifty percent off. Golf Headquarters, Clock Tower Square has great Christmas. gifts. Specials this holiday season. Adidas Prime Knit Golf Shoes, sixty nine ninety nine. dollars 99 Sketcher's New Spikeless Tour Shoe, ninety nine ninety nine. dollars Waterproof Contour now on sale. Golf Headquarters has all the great names in golf Title is TaylorMade, Tailor Made, Callaway, and more. Free Launch Monitor Club Fitting. Stop by Golf Headquarters, talk to the professional staff, and get custom fit. Golf Headquarters, Clock Tower Square, 2900 University Avenue, your Christmas Golf Store. 255 4433. That's 255 4433. Golf headquarters
7: happy holidays to all of you this is the national alliance on mental illness of greater des moines we offer education support and advocacy on mental health issues please remember three things during this busy season you are not alone the illness is not your fault and never give up hope call 850-1467 or go to namigdm.org for more information happy new year
0: Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on seventeen hundred KBGG.
2: Hi, welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show, seventeen hundred KBGG. Uh, still to come, our last look at the Hawks and the Clones. That'll be the next segment. We'll do that with Dylan Montz covers Iowa State with Tom Cakerd. He covers Iowa. It's Big Four Classic downtown Des Moines. But let's head to the desert, shall we? Off we go to Nevada. He's Jason Symbol, CG Technology. Uh, It's bowl season. Jason, uh, well, it's about to be tomorrow. Um, How busy, Good. first of all, good to talk to you as always. How busy is opening weekend of bowl season? I know there's a game in downtown, well, in in Las Vegas, um, and it's probably the best game of the day, at least on the surface. Um, You would think Oregon and Boise State would be a pretty good matchup. But opening weekend, how busy will you guys be tomorrow?
4: It's not going to be too crazy, to be honest with you. We'll do a little boost in business because the game is here locally, and and generally you get a lot of people who travel. You know, Vegas is a fun place to visit, so the Boise fans and the and the Duck fans will come down and and certainly bet the game. But it's generally not, generally not too busy. Um, you know, the bowls are kind of they're at a time here when Vegas is a little bit more quiet as we approach the holidays. But once Christmas ends and we ramp up for for New Year's, then it really starts to pick up.
3: So uh, let's get into the local games here. Line's going to be coming out. Uh, We talked about that a little bit, Jason. But the perception out there, I I wanted to get your thoughts on that. Iowa, Iowa State college basketball-wise, is there any sentiment, you know, a public team, Iowa State's made six consecutive NCAA tournaments, is that players that kind of dissipate year to year?
4: it it dissipates year to year but not so much early on like this so Iowa State as we know still has been very, you know quite successful the last you know last 4 or 5 seasons as you mentioned and and because of that the public perception still remains and that's kind of like that in every sport and then once the year goes on and you finally get you know 15 games in 20 games in people start realizing you know the true identity of the teams you know it's kind of similar we talked a lot about with the Cubs in baseball where mm-hmm. the Cubs really really struggled for the first half of the season as we know and uh, you know, specifically compared to their expectations, but people didn't care. They bet them anyway because of the perception of the Cubs from the previous two years. So it does take a while to get the uh, the prior years uh, history off your uh, off your uh, back.
2: Uh, let me ask you about a couple of marquee NFL games. One tomorrow night: Chargers and the Chiefs. Uh, it's a 7:25 kick uh, here in the Central Time Zone from Arrowhead Stadium. Chargers red hot. Uh, Chiefs had been circling the drain. Had a nice win over the Raiders. It looked like they quit in that football game. Uh, what you're seeing on that one, and then on Sundays, we fast forward to the Steelers and the Patriots, and probably uh, no, it is the game of the weekend. So, how about those two marquee matchups?
4: Yeah, Chargers Chiefs is a nice addition to the Saturday slate. You know, it gives us all something to watch. That's certainly very important. The winner of this game is clearly. In the driver's seat for the, for the division, this game is a pick' uh, that you know it's literally a coin flip. The chargers opened up as a favorite. they actually at one point were minus one and a half but we've taken some bets on the chiefs uh, you know since then and that's why the game is a pick' now. fans are really liking to bet the over in this one. the number there is 47 um, but certainly is a pick' so far we're going to need the chargers, but I really think this is going to be a pretty evenly bet game as we approach kickoff.
3: Of course, the monster matchup of the weekend, Steelers and the Patriots. Pat's coming off a loss Monday night, but a short week. Kind of a little yin and yang going on there, at least from uh, some standard things that people throw out when they talk about it. Where's the betting public right now, and any sharp action one way or the other?
4: There has been a little bit of sharp action. So the Patriots opened as a three-point favorite, and we took some sharp action on the Steelers plus three. And what happened there is we moved the line to Patriots two-and-a-half and immediately... Everybody bet the Patriots minus two and a half. We took like 12 bets on the pass minus two and a half. As soon as we moved it to that number, immediately, just fired off 12 bets in a row or 15 bets in a row, whatever it was. And then we moved it back to three, which is where the line is sitting now. So it's actually been pretty even action on both sides. People are taking Patriots minus two and a half, taking Steelers plus three. So now the line's at three, and we'll see what happens. But... This is a very evenly bet game, and by far the most bet game so far of the week. Mm.
2: Can uh, you pull up your bowl screen, Jason? If you if you have a, ch- a chance, I, I saw reading David Purdom's piece at ESPN dot com. He does a great job, uh, as you know. he's into the uh, sports wagering, and, and really has, I think, um, educated a lot of people. He really has. He's been, I, I think, a boon uh, for business in the desert uh, as far as spreading it beyond the borders of Nevada. Uh, I, I saw that uh, there are 59 tickets at CG Technology outstanding on Georgia at 30 to one. So safe to say you guys will be rooting on Oklahoma in, uh, for, for Oklahoma in that
1: game.
4: Yeah, twofold. So Georgia is the team that we actually have a negative number to if they win the championship. We do really, really well to Clemson and Oklahoma, and we actually do pretty decent to Alabama as well. Uh, Georgia, not so much. And if the game were to start now, we actually need Oklahoma in the game. So we're going to be really rooting for the Sooners if this uh, stays, stays the course.
2: Can I get you to take a look at the locals, see what you're doing as far as the, on the 27th, the Pinstripe Bowl, it's Boston College in Iowa. And I saw also in that piece regarding the Liberty Bowl where Iowa State will take on Memphis, quasi-home game. Well, not quasi-home game. It is a home game for Memphis. And uh, apparently uh, some of the, uh, the professional betters, the respected players out there, are on the side of Memphis in that one. So do you have a Liberty Bowl and Pinstripe update you can provide us with?
4: Sure. So, starting with the uh, the twenty seventh is the uh, Pinstripe Bowl, Boston College against Iowa. Uh, it's 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 actually been pretty quiet so far on this game. The line opened three, um, and it hasn't moved at all. So, Iowa is a three point favorite. You know, I, I think maybe we'll get a little bet, bit bit of action on Boston College. They've played in in uh, in the baseball stadium before, so people might think they have a little bit of an advantage there. But pretty quiet so far on that game. Uh, the the Iowa State Memphis game is actually uh, I think a really fun one. Um, a pretty good matchup. And as you said before, there's been some sharp action on uh, on Memphis there. Um, that game is on uh, December the 30th. So, uh, so far, the early batting is on Memphis. I think that the public will take Iowa State, though, uh, in that game. Total hot, total is really high there, 66-and-a-half. So, expecting a lot of fireworks in that one.
3: Uh, back to the college football playoff. What are the odds that you're dealing to win the title, to win the two games? Not the games individually, but uh, out of those four Who's the favorite and what kind of odds for the four teams?
4: So Alabama is the favorite and a lot of people are surprised about that because they're the, you know, the fourth team in, but you know, we don't really care what your um right. what your uh your, uh, you know, speeding is. We yeah. go based upon the math that we have. So Alabama is the favorite. They're at plus 150. Uh Clemson is at plus 230 and then you've got Georgia and Oklahoma behind. Uh both those teams are in the three to one range.
2: Good stuff. Uh, last thing for you, Jason. Um, futures on baseball. Winter meetings are over. Otani is an angel, as we know. Uh, did did this week um, in in Orlando or in Florida do anything to, as far as changing the futures for MLB that may, may uh, that uh, that were on the board early?
4: Well, when the team that hit the most home runs in baseball and yeah. the player that hit the most home runs in baseball, you certainly have to make an adjustment. So, I mean, the Yankee offense is looking to be. You know, as unstoppable as as I could ever remember, and we had to make an adjustment there. The Yankees were ten to one to win the World Series um, prior to, uh, sorry, they were eight to one to win the World Series prior to acquiring Stanton. Um, you know, they were behind uh, a bunch of teams that were ahead of them: the Indians, the Astros, the Dodgers, uh, the Nationals were tied with them at eight to one. They're now with a five to one favorite. Mm-hmm. So that Stanton deal pushed them all the way to the favorite. We actually moved them to six to one right after the trade, but. Non-stop action on the Yankees once they acquired Stanton. So they are now the favorite at 5-1, to one, and that's the biggest adjustment based on these uh, recent activity in the baseball.
2: Good stuff, uh, CG Technology. Thank you, Jason Simbel. We'll catch up with you next week. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Good to talk to you. Jason Symbol, CG Technology. Of course, uh, CG Technology in place. Trent, let me get this up because I don't want to miss any of them. They're at the Palazzo, the Venetian, the Cosmopolitan, the Palms, Tropicana,
3: Silverton, the Hard Rock, and headquartered at the M. Well, they uh, will be posting Iowa minus eight and a half against Drake. You know a guy that likes to fire at the numbers when he's out in Vegas? You? Well, me, of course. Right. And our next guest, Tom Baker. Tom Kaker.
2: Kaker takes a poke, does he?
3: Oh, he does. If he was in Vegas, I'm sure he'd be laying aside with the Hawkeyes and Bulldogs.
2: Uh, the number's eight and a half when he gets posted, Tom. No, we just had a guy from Vegas on from CG Technology. Eight and a half. Your thoughts on the opening number?
1: I thought it was going to be a little lower than that. I thought six, maybe. So that, that's an interesting number. I don't know what side I would uh, I would jump on there. But Drake's pretty good. Yeah, no, I, yeah, you know, I thought before the year that they would be better. They're better than I thought they would be, and that's and so pretty good for. Uh, uh, Nico and, and the crew uh, with
2: Bulldogs. No, no doubt about it. They, they played Minnesota very tough uh, this this past Monday. Well, before we get into uh, into the matchup, uh, the uh, the football program got some huge news today. Four star quarterback out of California. Uh, Tom, I'm uh, I'm not a big recruit guy, um, but I'm seeing a lot of comparisons. I think I've seen three different people compare him a little bit to Philip Rivers of all people. Um, did you do you see that when you when you when you watch and, and help me out with his name?
1: uh petrus 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 yeah he is um you know i don't know if i buy the philip rivers thing just because uh, maybe with his arm motion but he's bigger i mean you know he's six uh, legit six five i i you know i don't know how tall rivers is but i don't think he's six five he, and he moves better than rivers does so um you know i i uh I don't know if I'd buy that, but I've seen the Nate Stanley comparison. I've seen the, you know, because he went to the same school, Jared Goff. He's got a really quick release. I, you know, 50 touchdowns and, and just two interceptions this year is, I, I think, pretty good.
2: And, uh, Tom, last thing, because he'll, on on this, unless Trent wants to chime in on it, uh, he's going to enroll early. That means he'll be here for the spring. But is, is a redshirt uh, in his future, do you think? is that the? the I mean, ideally, would he redshirt this year?
1: Ideally, I think that's probably where it's where it would be headed. Um, Just, you know, I I would think that obviously Stanley and then, um, you know, you've got uh, at least at this point, you still have Tyler Wiegers uh, and Ryan Boyle and uh, Peyton Mansell. Now, some of that could change, uh, but uh, that's where they're sitting at right now.
3: So uh, the question that remained for me. This guy looks really good on tape now. Everybody looks good in their highlight package. I get that, Tom. Why Oregon State? Why didn't we see maybe a UCLA? Something a little bit bigger. I, I get the Blue Bloods maybe. They already had their quarterbacks. But but why was that his best offer coming into the year and where he was committed for the longest time?
1: Yeah, I think Oregon State got in on him early and – Maybe there was just some questions about him, but you know we've got him evaluated as four star, which tells me he's pretty good, mm-hmm. um, and, and the numbers speak for themselves. And he did generate some decent interest. I know, you know, it's kind of the thing that surprised me is Cal didn't um, kind of jump in there. You know, they they did, but you know he just didn't seem to be too interested in him, and uh, that kind of struck me as uh, just a little bit odd at least that that uh he didn't show more interest in in the local school so to speak
2: uh tom caker hawkeye com. tom any bull <laughs> practice buzz that uh that you can share with us if if any at all
1: well um, not a lot really it's been pretty quiet they've only been really practicing pretty much on the weekends especially this week with finals they kind of gave the guys a week off so They'll get back at it this weekend and, and practice through next week and, and getting ready for the bowl. Uh, so they've kind of, you know, ramped it down a little bit. Um, so we'll, we'll, we're supposed to get to talk to parents obviously next week with signing day too, but also get the uh, coordinators, which would be will be interesting because we'll get our our first swing at uh, at Brian Ferent since the press box incident. Oh.
3: Nice. That will be entertaining, no doubt. What do you think Brian's going to say? You know, there was a lot of talk about what they did in the final game against Nebraska, going away, not even away from the zone scheme, but doing some different things in the run game. That's, I'm sure, going to be brought up. Are we going to see more of an evolution of this offense going into year number two?
1: I, I think maybe a little bit. I, I think that gives them the um, the confidence that they can go to something else. And... uh and be able to do it effectively, and perhaps they'll adjust a little bit more. But by and large, I still think they just want to be that zone scheme. They just want to stick to that because that's kind of uh, Kirk's bread and butter.
2: Mm. Any buzz, um, and I'm not saying that there is because I I'm not, uh, there's n- I've heard nothing that's going to lead me into this question. But I will say that West Virginia and Oregon, uh, their are starting running backs are, are both said, you know what? I'm not going to play in the bowl game. I'm NFL draft uh, eligible. I'm going to. I don't want to get hurt. Wadley. I mean, I get running backs that don't want to participate. I, I really and truly do. I, I don't blame them one bit. Any would it's would it shock you if Wadley? Uh, Takes a similar stance regarding not playing, and I'm not saying, Tom, that there's been anything uh, that leads me into this question.
1: I'd I'd be shocked, just simply for one reason: he's playing in his own backyard. You know, he's a New Jersey kid. Um, He said he grew up, you know, 25 minutes by train from from uh, Yankee Stadium, and he's going to have a ton of family and friends and people there, so. Uh, I just don't see that, uh, that happening. Uh, you know, the guy that you would wonder about maybe is Josh Jackson, just because he's rocketed up the, the charts, maybe thinking about leaving early, but I, I don't get any indication that he's always just kind of like, I'm going to worry about the draft stuff after we get done with this game. So, uh, I, 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 I would be shocked if any Iowa player ever kind of ducked out of playing in a bowl game because of the NFL draft.
3: Tom, over to Little Hoops. Uh, we mentioned the Big Four Classic tomorrow against Drake. Four guard lineup. Going to guess the game plan is pretty simple, right? Get the ball inside.
1: Yeah, given Drake doesn't have a lot of size. Um, and the other game plan is. Uh, maybe want to guard uh, the, the three guards that they run out there that can really shoot the ball, as you can see by the Minnesota game. Those guys, uh, you know, and Timmer even had kind of an off night, night that he night. He
2: no doubt. Yeah. He, he
1: didn't shoot it well, and they still almost beat Minnesota. Uh, so you've got to think, you you got to guard the guys that knock down the threes. And, and let's be honest, guys, that has not been a strong suit mm. for the Iowa basketball team this year.
2: And Pemsel will not go tomorrow, Tom. That was earlier in the week. That kind of seemed to be the 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 talk. And man, when he when he kind of uh, took us behind the injury, and and he could see his bone for crying out loud through the cut.
1: That's. It, it, I'll tell you, I don't get squeamish too often, but when he said that, I got squeamish. I thought the same thing, <laughs> yeah. I was like, ugh, God, that's got to be pretty uh, gross and kind of uh, unnerving when you can see your bone, but. You know, he was happy in some sense because he goes, It wasn't my knee.
2: Yeah.
1: You know, because yeah. that's where he's had all the problems.
2: Yep, no doubt. Tom Caker at com. Tom, thank you. We'll catch up with you uh, next Friday. Thanks, Tom. Okay, thanks, guys. Good to talk to you, Tom Caker at Hawkeye. What, what day is signing day? The 20th. I mean, next no w- day, Wednesday. Next Wednesday. Next so Wednesday. Maybe we'll get yep. Tom before that. Yeah. Um, signing day special. Right, signing day special. Uh, let's go to the Cyclones. They're the late game, 3.30 in the afternoon schedule. for tip. Probably be a few minutes after that, if I had to guess. Uh, Dylan Monts, Ames Tribune. He'll be there in plenty of time, whether they start on time or not. Dylan <laughs> will be there covering for the Ames Tribune, amestrib.com. Dylan, before we get into the Panthers and the Cyclones, any Bull practice news that you can share? Of course, the big uh, story was, was the Jacob Park thing, uh, but any... On the field stuff with guys that will be playing in the bowl. Any news?
7: Yeah, uh, we actually haven't talked to coaches or players in the last week, and a lot of coaches have been out recruiting, obviously, and finishing up in home visits with some of these guys that are going to sign here next week. So, uh, not a lot of on the field stuff. But I think anything that you hear from the team or have heard in the past week or so, or the past, uh, fall or of so the past season. Um, those guys are in there getting work on their own all the time. And you know, Dave Montgomery talked to him the other week. Sounds like he's he's going to be back to full health and full strength here as they get going. I'm sure he's in there getting treatment, working, things like that. So, uh, but not not any specifics, but it sounds like uh, more of a continuation of like the uh, uh, culture change or the culture shift is then where guys are in there on their own.
3: Dylan, uh, haven't had a chance to talk to you since the Jacob Park news came out. Your takeaway after reading through, talking to your sources uh, that happened there, certainly at least from my perspective, seemed like a little bit of sour grapes, maybe from the park side.
7: Yeah, I mean, his quotes were kind of eye opening or, or surprising to, to go and read, just because um, you know, like we said, I think the last time I was on, he had been you know saying a lot of good things and interacting mm-hmm. with IOC fans on Twitter. Um, really kind of um, thanking him for, for the encouragement and support while he's been away from the team and for him to kind of come out and you know question their loyalty and, and say all these things and, and say that he just doesn't feel like he belongs anymore and he's not been around the team. Uh, it was all kind of surprising to me. Another reason, because I know myself and a number of reporters have actually seen uh, Jacob Park in the Jacobson building. So uh, to say he's not been around the team at all, uh, I think... Um, you know, it certainly caught me off guard a little bit. Um, but then it's kind, of, kind of like he kind of uh, had caught wind a little bit of the Iowa State staff, maybe looking at a graduate transfer quarterback, uh, a guy that could come in, obviously, and play right away next year. Maybe a threat to, to his return. So I think uh, there were a number of factors in it, but certainly – um, you know, uh, uh, like I said, a high-opening report uh, from the register there.
2: That, it certainly is. Um, and, and so is the – because I didn't know about the I, – I knew Kemp was trying to get a sixth year. I thought it was going to be Nolan, but they would take a grad transfer at the quarterback position. Off the top of my head, and there may be some uh, – Wilton Spike from Michigan is the only one that I've seen. I mean, there's probably more. Tyler Wiegers might be one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, is, is, are there a couple of names out there that uh, Grad transfer quarterbacks still and Not necessarily that they're, you know, that uh, Iowa State coaches are kicking their tires or vice versa, but do you know any names?
7: Yeah, uh, not re- really only the, the couple you mentioned. I know Spade is one that, that's kind of out there as a well known one, but the Grad transfer market is kind of weird because, I mean, there could be guys that that would show up as early as the spring so that you could get guys that come in in the summer, depending on when they graduate from different schools. So it's all really fluid. Um, you know, there's, there's there's certainly a market, I think, that comes open after bowl games and stuff. So it sure. really kind of takes a little while, I think. So it'll be interesting to kind of see what names, uh, if there is if you start to surface.
3: Over to a little basketball before we let Dylan Montz from the Ames Tribune run. Dylan, uh, you and I, Big guys, Ben Cook. He he's been playing at a high high level. Carlson, is that the biggest concern? What those inside guys could do against ISU?
7: Yeah, I think so. And uh, just kind of what you and I does defensively. Obviously, that's kind of the uh, uh, hallmark of those Ben Jacobson teams. And uh, Steve Chrome has talked about that a little bit uh, this week. He, he said uh, the guards haven't really been a concern of scoring necessarily. He knows Donovan Jackson, Nick Wyler, and Wendell Ligginson can get their buckets, but the big thing for this team, I think, is going to be if Hans Brace can step outside and hit a couple shots and maybe draw some of those big UNI guys away from the basket a little bit to help space some things. And I, Jeff Beverly's fired up a lot of shots, and that's not going to be his 4K, but mm-hmm. if he can get outside and hit a couple, maybe in a game, go two for four or so, um, that, that can change the complexion a little bit and have to make UNI play Iowa State a little bit differently on defense. So I think. Um, that's going to be their big key. Can they get those big guys away from the bucket and, and kind of help um, get him out in front with some of that shooting that uh, the guards have been able to do?
2: Uh, la- last thing for uh, Dylan Mons from the Ames Tribune, Dylan. What about the uh, the uh, the guys that have been missed some time? Uh, Tally would uh, be certainly would be on that list. Jacoby Long, got, I think he's got concussion. Does he not? What about Long and Tally? Any news there? Yeah,
7: it sounds like they're going to be out at least until after the holidays and could be getting into January there, so they may not even be back for the Kansas State game at the end of the month. Uh, I think they're just, uh, obviously, they're taking it slow with these guys, and they're kind of uh, in, a, in a bind a little bit right now with only uh, eight guys able to go out and play on Saturday and, and the games that follow. So I think it's just kind of a wait-and-see game for them. Uh, Jacoby Long had come back uh, for a little bit against Iowa, but it re-aggravated some things. And then uh, tally was just kind of an inde- indefinite thing. I'm um, you know, not really sure when he'd be back. It sounds like uh, it could be at the beginning of next month, but it, like I said, they're just kind of in wait-and-see mode with, with those guys right now.
2: Good stuff. Dylan Montz, Ames Tribune. Dylan, we'll try and run you down on Monday and recap the Big Four Classic. Thank you, Dylan Montz. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, Harris. Take care. Good to talk to you. com, Montz, dot com for Dylan. And, of course, Hawkeye Report, Tom Cakert with some news on a four-star recruit.
3: Spencer Petras. Petras, P-E-T-R-A-S, I want to say. He looks good. Highlight tape, I get it. Right. I've watched a lot of them. Yeah. He's,
2: there's a little uh, funkiness to that delivery. Trent, it's funny you say that, because that seemed to be the consensus. Everybody that also watches these yeah. tapes... And that does the John Millers, the Rob Howes, those type. of mm-hmm. people. They say the same thing that you know, they're this kid gets their
3: attention. Yeah, I've I've been fooled before. Oh, no, no question. Had many times in recruiting films, so you never want to go too far. Maybe it's the era. Do Bay. you
2: see Philip Rivers? Because that's the guy that. Well,
3: I, I think it's because of the funky delivery. Is it, He's right. got. There's a little. Kind of aims it and throws yeah. it like
2: a dart. That's how Rivers does. Yeah. Boy, he's a good quarterback, Philip yes. Rivers.
3: You'll take that. Side and up for I that. think
2: he's every bit of six five. I think Tom was a I think Philip Rivers is bigger than you think.
3: Yes, yes, I agree. Um I do wonder what that means. A for the quarterbacks. I mentioned Tyler Weger's, Manzel, Ryan Boyle, but also over to the West, Max Duggan, who will Probably be the most decorated quarterback. Well, who
2: was in the in the state on
3: him this week? Wasn't Ohio State? Urban was Meyer him? has offered. Yeah. yeah, when Urban Meyer offers, that gets yeah. your attention. I, I I do wonder because they were looking very hard at two quarterbacks right now. If it's because maybe some of the love from Duggan has dissipated. If maybe Nebraska is back in the picture. You know, there's so many. That's the layers that we never find out. That I think for recruiting is interesting. Is peeling back those layers of fighting. Mm-hmm. Why are they suddenly back so hard getting after a quarterback? We don't really know, but it's fun to speculate about.
2: Yeah, sounds like a pretty good one uh, has come mm-hmm. their way, and we'll uh, see his name uh, on the official once it comes out on uh Wednesday the 20th we'll take a time out. Bama Bob will talk college football the group of five is fascinating the theory not the theory the method of injecting a little life into these early bowl games has been floated out there we'll talk to Bama Bob about that I think it makes a hundred percent sense I'm not sure well what the exception we forget or at least I do they're student athletes they have finals in December asking me to play a couple of extra games this month maybe asking a lot but entertain me, damn it. That's what it's about. We'll take a time out. Bama Bob next. A lot of NFL in the 1 o'clock hour. It's the Ken Miller Show. Trent Connor myself, noon to 2, 1700 KBGG.
0: Sunday night, Monday night, and Thursday night football from Westwood 1, only on 1700 KBGG.
3: Hey guys, Trent Condon here from 1700. You've been hearing me for a couple of months talk about New Leaf Wellness. I'm on a couple of programs helping me lose weight and it has worked outstanding for me. The two treatment programs that I'm on right now, the GAC and the MIC, helping me with my energy levels, weight loss, increasing muscle tone. It's worked wonderfully for me. New Leaf Wellness has a lot of different programs they can help with guys out there. Low testosterone, maybe you're battling migraines, looking to lose weight, or maybe you just hit a plateau in your workout system. New Leaf Wellness can help you like they've helped me. What I want you to do, give them a call today, 515-650-1358. That's 650-1358. Give them a call. Let's feel better together. New year right around the corner. It's New Leaf Wellness, 650-1358. Cap is back
2: Hi, my name is Melanie Brown. I'm the Executive Director of the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society's Iowa Chapter. I would like to thank all of you for your support this year. We have made huge strides in cancer research and are making it a reality for more patients to come home for the holidays. In this season of hope, please consider giving the gift of life by going to lls.org or calling 515-270-6169. We at the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society want to wish everyone a happy holidays and a safe and healthy. New Year.
3: Central Iowa Vapors is a family-owned business founded by a mother and a father with two kids all born and raised right here in Iowa. The owners of Central Iowa Vapors said e worked for them and it was time to share it with everyone. Central Iowa Vapors has helped 79,142 smokers make the switch today. Can you be the 100,000 customer we help? Visit us online at iowaecigs.com for location details and always remember, it's not smoke, it's vapor.
6: Find great gifts for everyone on your list during Menard's Christmas gift book sale. Get instant heat when and where you need it with products from Dyna-Glo Deluxe. The 80,000 BTU kerosene forced air heater can heat up to 1,900 square feet and has a comfort control thermostat. Pick one up for only $169. Plus, give the perfect gift this Christmas with a Menard's gift card. Good through December 24th, now during Menard's Christmas gift book sale.
3: Morning
5: you all remember?
3: hands of a kid a simple toy transforms into something magical toys help unlock the silly goofy inventive minds of kids at toys r us we do everything we can to make sure every kid has a toy to play with because nothing should get in the way of play so if you find a better price somewhere else we'll match it And when we do, we'll donate an additional dollar to Toys for Tots, up to $1 million. Because every kid has a right to play. The price match promised from Toys R Us. Today, we play. Now through December 24th, exclusions
7: apply. See toysrus.com for details.
3: The holidays are supposed to be a happy time, a special time to enjoy with friends and family. But unfortunately, it's also a time people drink too much before they drive. Last year, during December alone, 781 people died in drunk driving crashes. Young adults were especially hard hit. In fact, drivers aged 18 to 34 were involved in the most fatal drunk driving crashes. So, this season, do your part to keep the holidays happy. Plan ahead and don't drive drunk. Drive sober or get pulled over. Paid for by NHTSA.
7: The ALS Association is the only national nonprofit health organization dedicated solely to the fight against ALS. It covers research, care services, public education, and advocacy, and providing help and hope with those facing the disease. Our vision is to create a world without ALS, and our chapter serves this vision by raising funds to provide local care services and quality of life to Iowans living with ALS. All of us at the ALS Association Iowa Chapter would like to thank our donors, sponsors, and supporters for their generosity.
3: dot com
2: It's the Ken Miller Show 1700 KBGG I don't know how we're going to do this, Trent. We've got seven minutes with Bama Bob, uh, and and Bama, good to talk. So let's get right into it. Uh, sorry, we ran uh, very late with the uh, the Big Four Classic in downtown Des Moines. Did a lot on that, um, Bama. I'm not sure you've seen this. The Group of Five, at least some of the schools, they're, they're they're starting to realize that yes, they get invited to the party, but they have to sit at the at the kids' table, and that's never going to change, Bama. Um, And once this contract is over, there's some talk, and it's the same time every year. Uh, The last couple of years, the group of five, somebody pipes up that maybe we need to break off and do our own thing. This was floated out there yesterday. I want to run this by you because I think it would inject a uh, a much-needed... A shot of enthusiasm into the opening weekends of the Bowl, what is tomorrow. But the New Orleans Bowl, theoretically, could have the one versus four. This year would be Florida Atlantic, Central Florida. Meanwhile, in Vegas, Boise State and Toledo play. The winners would play off on Saturday next week. Then the winner of that is declared the champion. And they go on, in this case, to take on Auburn in the Peach Bowl. So it's asking a team to play a couple of extra games. I get that. It's December. It's finals week. But the group of five, Bama, I think they realize that uh, the, the playing field is never going to be level.
8: Yeah, I think so, too, Ken. And, and, look, the new ESPN deal that just was announced with Fox, I mean, ESPN's going to be looking for content. There's no question. And, uh, you know, it's all going to come down to money. I mean, would ESPN buy into this? <clears throat> Excuse me, I think they certainly would. Because, let's face it, I mean, who's going to watch the New Orleans Bowl and the Birmingham Bowl? I can tell you for an absolute fact. <laughs> Right. There is no buzz about Texas Tech coming to Birmingham. I mean, they'll bring maybe a hundred people with them, and you know, why would you if you're in Lubbock? So, um, I think it would add a little juice to it. Um, I think you know you would have to obviously have a West Coast uh, venue like they were talking about with the Las Vegas Bowl because the Mountain West you would think would be in it. Now, this mm-hmm. this one scenario that I, that you you're talking about there that I, that you you
1: sent me the link to,
8: I I, I like it. Uh, but it does leave one of the five out, right. which in this case is Sunbelt. Um, so, you know, how would that get resolved? I mean, again, I'm all for it. Uh, I would like to see if that's going to happen. Uh, you know, maybe the the players get a little bit of a reward monetarily for it. I don't know that that's ever going to happen. Um, because you are. You're asking the winner at that point, whoever wins out of that. Uh, Central Florida only played 12 games this year because they had one canceled. But, it's the same thing with with everybody else. Ken, you're you're basically if you if you go to eight in the in the FBS, it's 16 games. You're asking them to play an NFL schedule with basically one bye week, and you know anywhere between week four and eight or whatever. So, uh, I, I like the idea, and believe me, if 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 somebody can figure out whether it's the schools, whether it's the administrators, the NCAA. Uh, ESPN, whoever it is, if they can figure out a way that it would be profitable and they can make money, then that's when it's going to get really serious. And uh, I think it would make money. I just would hate to see the players continuously get left out of this.
3: Bama, can you get any juice out of the turnup that is the bowl slate tomorrow? Anything at all that, that jumps off the page? I think the easy one would be the Vegas Bowl with Oregon being a power conference school. Against Boise, a team we know. Anything else?
8: No, that's about it for me. I mean, me if, if I, I put it at the schedule, and, you know, that's, if I, I had one circled, that would be it. Um, you know, there, there's, and, and even after that, I mean, you know, Tuesday, you know, you watch Florida Atlantic just because of the Kiffin effect, yes. I think, more than anything. so that's got a little bit of a, and that's in Boca Raton, so it, it's a home game for Florida Atlantic basically, and. You know, after that, then, you know, there's not a whole lot as you you go through until you really get to the second week. But, you know, if i got to watch one tomorrow, it's going to be the the Boise-Oregon game, like you said, just because it's – and, and, you know, thank goodness we didn't send BYU to Las Vegas again because that always seems like such a waste, (laughs) you know, to to send them to Las Vegas. But uh, so, you know, you got a couple teams there that probably will enjoy themselves. And Oregon with a – I guess a new coach, if you want to call him that, will be Taggart's gone and – um crystal ball has been elevated to that spot but um so you know you maybe you watch for a little curiosity of that but you know other than that like you said it's not not a lot and which is why the, the theory that ken floated there or that has been floated um you know makes a little sense because that would be a little bit more of a hey maybe i'll tune into this although it does i will say this guys i know we're running short and i'm sorry the it's it, it It reeks a little bit of the NIT to me,
2: just a little. Yeah, interesting.
8: You know, I I like the idea, um, but really, what are you winning? Okay, Uh, you you know, you're okay. You're the you're the group of five champion. Okay, well, what does that really give you? And that's what I'm saying. It, 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 I think it would increase interest certainly in some of these ball games. But at the end of the day, to me, it almost is like being the champion of the NIT. Hmm.
2: Bama, last thing for you. We talked about Herm Edwards and the, kind of the head scratching hire, at least uh, from where we sit, taking the Arizona State job. You brought up the fact very quickly after that that, yeah, they're hiring Edwards, but they want to keep both coordinators, and it's so rare to do that. Uh, it, it's so rare that both coordinators decided they don't want to stay. <laughs> uh, they've yeah. left. Uh, here's Edwards now. He has to go out and find an, uh, an OC and a DC, Bama. Um, <laughs> just a crazy, crazy hire.
8: Yeah, you know what this reminds me of, Ken, is kind of a parallel to what the Cleveland Browns just got rid of. Uh, you know, that, the guy, Sashi Brown, that just had absolutely no front office experience in the NFL and just tried to run an organization by analytics. And it seems to me like the AD out of Arizona State is trying to do, is trying to run this as a business and not as a football. And I understand that college football is business. I get it. I mean, I live, an hour from maybe the biggest one in the country uh, in, in Tuscaloosa. But at the end of the day, it is about football also. It's about X's and O's and recruiting and everything else. It's not about fan affinity experience, which whatever the hell that means, which is one of the, <laughs> the terms that he floated out there. Um, but I, I mean, listen, I don't blame these guys. I mean, you know, Why wouldn't you leave if you if you got a better opportunity? You don't know Herm Edwards. He obviously didn't hire you. Right. But what are they going to do? Sit there another year and maybe get fired after that? Um, You know. And if I'm Herm, I don't understand why I I wouldn't have really taken the job if both of them were going to be forced on me. So I I just think it's a this has got the potential to just be a a really big mess. And like I said, it, it reminds me of the parallel to the to the Cleveland Browns of just trying to run it as a business and not really a football program. And we saw how well that worked in Cleveland when you tried to just, you know, have the geeks running the store up there. It hadn't worked out so far.
2: No, that's for sure. Bama, we're out of time. Let's find five or ten minutes on Monday uh, to, uh, to talk more, all right? Oh, absolutely, Ken. Have a great weekend. Appreciate it. Good to See talk you, to you. Thank you. Bama Bob joining us, uh, as he always has our, during the uh, college football season, always does. We will take a time out, a lot of NFL conversation. Uh, but when we come back, I'm going to do a little something different, Trent, um, okay. to start off the 1 o'clock hour. I think we we all in this business need to tip our caps, and we'll do that at 1 o'clock. Um, Dave Sinekin is here. Nick Athan is here. Paul Allen is coming up. It's the Ken Miller Show. We're here noon to 2 on 1700 KBGG.
0: 1700 kbgg brings you westwood one coverage of the nfl all season long through the super bowl guys are you ready to begin your journey to live life better are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom looking to burn fat and gain muscle then it's time to contact new leaf wellness New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness, give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness one more time 515-650-1358 it's time to live life better with new leaf wellness call 515-650-1358 that's 515-650-1358 Black and Cardinal Divide is the first website dedicated to the Cyhawk rivalry. We cover both the Hawkeyes and the Cyclones.
6: This is Cody, and I cover Iowa State. And I'm Derek, his younger brother, who
5: covers the Hawkeyes.
6: We'd like to encourage you to jump over to bcdivide.com. Tune in Wednesdays and Thursday nights as we will talk all things Cyclones and Hawkeyes.
0: Jump over to bcdivide.com. Join us for daily banter and our social media pages at bcdivide. As brothers and fans of different teams, we grew up with a heated Cyhawk rivalry within our own family.
6: Join us at bcdivide.com to embrace the rivalry.
5: Basketball event in the Midwest. The High V Classic returns to Wells Fargo Arena in Des Moines, Saturday, December 16th. See the Iowa Hawkeyes take on the Drake Bulldogs at 1 p.m. Followed by the Iowa State Cyclones and the UNI Panthers at 3:30. Tickets are available now at high the Wells Fargo Arena box office, any Des Moines or Ames High V location, or by calling 844-55 High V.
3: Everything's great you're humming along to your favorite holiday music happy as can be having a pleasant little drive because you think you're on your way to the best deals of the holiday season but did you check ebay if you did you'd know we have price match guarantee on ebay deals all season long which means the best deals on gifts from adidas to samsung to dyson and all with free shipping so keep humming your favorite holiday tune but make sure to check ebay deals for the best prices all season long ebay fill your cart with color
7: this is Charles Osgood. For many businesses, hiring is tough. You want access to highly qualified candidates fast, and you don't want to sign a long-term contract or pay upfront fees. That's why you need Indeed.com, delivering six times more hires than any other job site, according to independent research. Indeed is offering new users a $50 credit to make their first job listing a sponsored job with premium visibility. Go to Indeed.com credit. That's Indeed.com credit. Terms, conditions, and quality standards apply.
0: It costs $15 per day to provide the necessary shelter, food, and veterinary care for every animal at the Animal Rescue League of Iowa. And right now, we have over a 1,000 animals in our care. For as little as $5 a month, you can join our Loyal Friends Club to ensure that the ARL will continue to be there for animals in need. The need is now. The need is local. Visit ARL.